And we're back on the Tomorrow Show, guys. We have the pick five of the week coming up. We have our guest moderator here, Maddie. How quick of a leash do you give Bo? I think if they're down, you know, 14 in the first, I think you'll see a lot of uh, Finley. Yeah. I mean, I'll just say, look, this season's not over for Auburn yet. So you just got to go with the guy that's going to give you the best chance to keep winning games. And I, I just, at this point, I still think that's Bo, even though he's been, he's had his moments of being really, really bad. But he's also had his moments of being really, really good, like the LSU game. And TJ Finley, I don't know yet if he's there, quite there yet. And I think the fans are still in favor of Bo right now. Well, I just think that Sam Pittman's going to have a game plan designed where he's going to make Bo make those pro-style plays. If he, if he doesn't, if he can't do that, I think they'll pull him pretty quick. I think they're going to pull him before halftime. That's just my – well, it's, you know, Brian, you know, it's just kind of crazy to think. I do think Bo gives them the best chance to win. You know, Auburn fans don't want to hear that, and they want to think Finley's the new best thing. They think they have <laughs> – Tua behind Jalen, or they think they have Matt behind Tua. It's not that situation. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. There's a reason why Finley left LSU, because he got beat out by Max and Brennan. It's It's not the same thing. And There's also a reason why I didn't start off the season as a starter because Brian exactly. Hartson is a pretty good coach and he's got decent eyeballs. So yeah, it's garbage we're, can behind we're, garbage can. We're not at the uh, practices. <laughs> so. At the end you know, of the day, you have to trust the coach. But yeah, and I, I agree with that. But I just don't think Bo. Well, obviously Auburn is a seven and five, six and six team, so it really doesn't matter who you throw out there. But I think Bo gives them the better, you know, best chance to win. Let me state something for the record. If Bo Nix is dad, is it leading the charge and getting him a starting position? Bo Nix is not starting for Auburn right now. Plain and simple. I think he's at SMU. That's well, no, well no, no, here's the thing. Bo's a really talented athlete, um, not a very yeah. good quarterback or very skilled, two completely different things. Very true. Um, and the thing with the daddy ball, you know, it's just sometimes sad to see because you do have some kids who are coaches' kids and they go through a lot and have a tough time, and they kind of overcome it and are good players. And then you have the other side where, you know, I have a hard time believing watching Bo in high school if he's not Patrick Nitz's kid that he's a five-star. I really oh, – I just – I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, and that's the I'm, thing with it. So you have one spectrum who are, like, hard-nosed grinding kids, and they're against that, you know, cliche. Then you have the opposite where you got someone like Bo Nix who looks like he's – handed something a little bit, and that's just how I see it. I mean, I'll have to say, though, it looks like Bo Nix, every time he takes the field, it looks like he's playing his heart out. I love yeah, yeah I mean, 100%. He's not taking the job for granted. I mean, I would like to hate on Auburn as much as I can, but I don't think that he's taking it for granted just because of his daddy. But maybe he is. All right, we'll move on to question number two. Do you shake up Alabama's offensive line? Another great question by Mad Dog. I 100% do if I'm Coach Saban. Uh, there's a reason why Chris Owens is a fifth-year senior. And you have him starting a right tackle. And I know Coach Saban is going to play the best guys. 
But again, everybody makes mistakes, and I just think that I'd like to see a Brockmire twin. Somebody else, somebody mm-hmm. else can because last year we had probably the greatest offensive line in the history of college football with Evan Neal, first rounder, Alex Leatherwood, first rounder, Landon Dickerson would have been a first rounder if he didn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Deontay Brown starting for the Carolina Panthers, you know, and I think we really do need to mix it up because it is extremely hurting after the AM game. I mean, watching that game, there was points in the game where I wanted to literally cuss out Chris Owens, like, or kick him off the team because he was just that he was just that bad. There was just way too many plays where Bryce was rolling in the other direction of the line, trying to right. scramble and like get out of there because Chris literally can't like he just cannot block. Like it's plain and simple as that. Like he cannot block. Like I don't know what the solution to that is. I would agree. Just. We need to put in one of those twins, Tommy, or I don't know which one was rated higher, but one of those guys definitely needs to see the field. Or somebody. The, sol- yeah. the solution is recruiting, man. I mean, these next upcoming well, years, Saban is going to be all after it. I mean, I know. Oh, we we recruited the top, most top-tier offensive linemen in, in the true. nation. Last year, we had the best offensive line ever, probably of all time. So we, Absolutely. We're, 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 it's not a recruiting problem. Well, it's it's a combination. It's a combination of what Taylor said with something else because it's obviously a talent disparity with Chris Owens. He's been there five years and not played. The guy's not very talented. If he was talented, he'd been on the field. Okay. The second yeah. thing is, is a kind of a gel that you have to have, uh, you know, on the offensive line. And we don't have that right now. But I think we will. I think we'll get that fixed. I really do. All right. Question number three. Who has a better chance, Kentucky over Georgia or State over Bama? Neither. It's not a big chance either way. But I just think coming off of that loss – uh, State's not going to have much of a chance because Saban is just going to be so far ahead of this game plan this week. And I think Kentucky has absolutely no chance of beating Georgia. So, I mean, I mean, it's really not much of a pick, but I do think Alabama, I guess, because they just did get beat by Texas A&M. So. I'm going to go with uh, Kentucky for one reason, and that's because if Stetson Bennett tears his ACL, then they have no one left at the quarterback position. So... Neither, I mean, neither do we, but, like, I think we could beat Mississippi I, So that's that's why I'm going. Well, it's a, but the better chance has got to be State. Um, I don't know how on God's green earth Kentucky will score. I know no idea. Slovis isn't good. He's got 10, or, 10 touchdowns, six picks. He's not good. Let, Levis. Uh, Levis. Yeah. Levis. Levis. Well, oh, anyways, he's not good. Um, Stoops is a very good coach. Uh, he's doing all he can. He's not good. Kentucky won't score. Georgia wins that game if they have me at quarterback. <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, I I probably agree. I'll tell you how Kentucky wins. They need four that? pick. They need four pick sixes. I think that's, that's the only. I think you got to have turnovers. And maybe also a kick return in there as well, because right. <laughs> they're not scoring. They're not driving seventy yards down the field. I mean, right. I can guarantee you that that's not happening. Yeah. Well, another. Another uh, good question about Mad Dog. Because uh, I don't know. That's up in the air. I really don't know. I, I, neither are going to happen, but I don't know which one I would lean. All right. Similar question for question number four. Which underdog has a better chance to Oklahoma State? Great question. 
Taylor, um, do you know who Oklahoma State plays this weekend? Texas, yeah. Oklahoma State's Woo! coming in at number 12, and uh, I don't know. I just feel like te- – I think the line for the Texas game is three and a half right now in, in favor of Texas. I think they'll cover that easily. I think Texas is coming off of a bunch of losses that are super close, as we've seen, and they're just getting their feet rolling. I just think that that's it. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State because, I mean, how could you go with Texas after watching that defense last week? That's true. I mean, if they, keep ta- if they can't tackle, then they, they won't beat Baylor. I mean, they won't beat Iowa State. They're not winning any more games. Well, that matter if they keep tackling like that. The answer is um, the answer is Auburn. And the reason is because Arkansas has had the hardest schedule in college football. They will continue to have the hardest schedule in college football. And, you know, I'm sure they're tired. I'm sure the team's, team is beaten down. And, you know, it's unfortunate that they've had to have these cross, you know, games with people in the East. But I think Auburn has a fighter's chance to, you know, have some, you know, a miracle, which they always do. So I think it, you know. It's not yeah. Jordan here, though. Yeah, I know, but you got to lean Auburn. I, yeah. I, I really do think that. I think Texas is going to play really, really well. I do, too. All right, my fifth and final question is, um, what are the chances of Clemson winning? <laughs> Well, right now it's zero to zero at the end of the first quarter, so <laughs> I don't know, fifty percent. <laughs> um, Clemson's going to cover. Uh, I think the question she was trying to say is Clemson is Clemson going to cover, and I think no. and I, as we're watching it right now, I don't think no. so, but um. Yeah. They, their offense, they, their offense is worse than some high school teams' offenses are. I mean, they literally can't even ball against Syracuse. I mean, they have. Let's see how many total yards. DJ Youngalele has thirteen yards right now. That is horrible. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Well, anyways, let's go ahead and move on to the pick five. I, I would like to and, give my my last thoughts on the Clemson winning thing. Can I do that? Thank you. Sure, okay, buddy. so yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think Clemson has a shot in hell. Uh, number one, I'm just not a Dabo guy. I, I'm the white. I want him to lose every game. I want Vader yeah. to win every fight. Yeah, I mean, when Luke and Vader fought, I was like, God, Vader's guy slap him around some. So no, I don't want Dabo. And so I don't think Clemson is going to have a shot. That's just my opinion. That's just how I see their football team right now. They're trying to be. You know this white light of football. You, know, you guys are too good. hard on him, man. You What's guys it? are too hard. He Saban, is Alabama born and bred. He's one of us. He's Alabama born and bred. Who cares? The rest of his career, and Dabo is in danger of going six and six right now, especially if he loses this game. I mean, in the in the ACC, that's. I got a future prediction. Dabo ends up. It winding up somewhere like Boise State after a couple of years when he sinks his program into, into the mud. I just believe that's what's going to happen. So that's my prediction. Set it ahead of time. I think, that's Piedmont, really... I think Piedmont or TA should hire him. What do you think? My God. No, he oh. won't be hired at Piedmont. The, the, I was about no to say, Steve Smith, coach <laughs> that man. Yeah, there, there's no chance in the world the uh, Piedmont Football Club is going to hire an outside source as long as Steve Smith is there. <laughs> Dang right, dude. Let me tell you. We're pumping out state championships left and right. Damn straight. But um, 
Anyways, let's move on to the pick five. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! And just to give everybody a heads up, Taylor has been on complete and utter fire. He's poured a ga- you know gasoline over himself and lit himself on fire because he has been torturous this season. He's twenty-one and four after last week. He has had just you know he just played great. Uh, Samuel is two games above five hundred, and I'm two games underneath five hundred. So me and Samuel are gonna get keep you know keep rolling, get better. But Taylor's on absolute fire right now. So. You know what I like to call it, guys. Into this podcast, I like to thought I was below the bar. What it is is guts is what it is. And being able, being able to look at a team and seeing which team has heart, that, that's it. And I've done that every week. And, I mean, just look at the percentage. That's all it takes. No. Numbers, about, the numbers don't lie. It's, right. um, it's about like Rudy. You know, going on the field for Notre Dame, and you know, and some way in hell he makes that tackle. This is the same right. thing that's going on. Or you know, when a mom picks up a car off her, you know, picks up the crashing car from her baby that's inside. You seen those videos? Yeah. But, same situation um, here, just with my <laughs> But uh, anyway, Samuel, go ahead, roll yours out for us, and let us see what you have to say. All right. So my five today are going to be Michigan State. They're favored by four and a half over Indiana. I just, I'm a big believer in the Spartans, and they got a Heisman Trophy candidate at running back, so I got them winning big. Uh, my next pick is Arkansas. Maybe, maybe Heisman Trophy winner, by the way. Go yeah, ahead. potentially. Uh, my next pick is Arkansas. I just think they're just more talented than Auburn. I know you guys are giving Auburn a chance, and I think it'll be a good game, but I think they'll cover the four and a half point spread. And my third pick is Iowa. I'm a big, big believer in Iowa, too. I, they're it's just defense is just fun to watch. I mean, they've got a ton of ball hawks on that team, so they're going to blow Purdue out of the water. My third or my fourth pick is Iowa State. I think they'll do the same thing they did last year. They were really bad at the start of last year. I think they're starting to find their groove again this year, so I think they'll cover their spread in that game. And then my last pick is Ole Miss against Tennessee. Lane Kiffin is coming for the Rocky Top. He's coming for his revenge. Samuel, you gave out two winners right there that are for sure. Uh, Michigan State's going to cover. And Ole Miss being favored by two and a half. Vegas knows something that I don't know. I think they're going to win that game by 17 or more. Taylor, go ahead. Uh yeah, I got Georgia beating Kentucky. I definitely think they cover that 22-point spread, no doubt. Um, Alabama, I have them beating Mississippi. I don't think they cover that 17-point spread. I just don't. Um, I do have uh, Oklahoma beating TCU. I don't Oklahoma's uh, going to cover the spread. I really don't. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, Gary Patterson's a good coach. He always throws something. Has always whooped up on Texas somehow. I believe he's going to have that mindset going into Oklahoma especially after how close of a game it was against uh, Oklahoma and Texas last week. Um, I have Texas beating uh, Oklahoma uh, State. You know, it's still in favor for Texas. It's, uh, the spread's three and a half for Texas. Uh, I have Arkansas-Auburn. I think I think it'll, Arkansas will definitely cover the spread. I just think Bo Nix in that environment, since it's not Jordan-Hare, 
I don't think it's going to be a good game for him. Uh, I don't think that they have a great game plan going on right now uh, with Brian Horse. They have it, and that's just what I think. Yeah, I was just you know pretty good. Argue with anything you say right now, um, because you know you're on complete and utter fire. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. uh, my picks was going to be Michigan State minus four and a half, just like Samuel. You know they're playing Indiana. Uh, I think their quarterback is hurt, a lefty. I can't think of his name right now. I know he's hurt. And like Samuel said, they've got a Heisman Trophy candidate uh, running back. I've got Texas minus three and a half against Oklahoma State. Bounce back, easy win. I really do think that. I don't know why the line's that low. Um, I got Boston College plus three against NC State and to win outright. Uh, I think that is something nobody is talking about right now. But Boston College is really, really good, um, and they're going to keep getting better. Uh, the other one I have is Ole Miss, just like Samuel, against Tennessee. I think that's the easiest bet on the board. I don't understand why that line is so low. I just – I think that's just absolute craziness to me. And the last one I have is Arizona State and Utah. It's a pick right now. Herm Edwards has those guys playing great. Jane Daniels is going to be a you know top five pick. Uh, I would want him over probably anybody in college football playing quarterback other than Matt Corral. Jaden is that good. Um, so those are my five picks. I feel pretty good about them. I didn't feel good last week, so you guys mm-hmm. go out and make some money. Maddie, you got a lock of the week? I think I'm going to leave it to the men. I think I'll keep my cards close to my chest. Oh, come on. That's boring. Maddie, give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, really, really. You Look, don't I'm have already, one game. I'm already sweeping all my office bets. I can't. I can't do that to y'all. <laughs> all right. I'll make a pick for Maddie. She's got a. Uh, yeah, there you go. She's got a uh, Colorado. <laughs> okay, you got Colorado, Maddie. So you better. Wait, be who's everybody's lock, Caleb? Who is your lock? Oh, my lock is Ole Miss minus two and a half. Sammy, lock. what's your lock? My like at number one. Lock. Well, all five of them are locks, but this is our. You um, know, leave it to the probably, face of the world. Oh, you know. this as well. I mean, well, here's my I, lock. I my, people are way too high on Tennessee after they beat the two worst yeah, SEC teams other than Vanderbilt. Hell? So that's why. My ultimate lock. You know, like like I said, this is our ultimate lock. Everyone's lock, but this is the one that's going to happen. Texas covers that three and a half point uh, spread. I think Texas <laughs> blows out Oklahoma State. I, I don't even think it's close. I'm I'm saying 35-14 at halftime, ending the game at 62-21. Game. Even if it is 35-14 at halftime, they still might lose. Just like, oh, they just like, like last week. Last week. Third quarter, well, 35-14. Well, I think, so, putting it, I think putting a new quarterback, just like in 2009, when Garrett Gilbert came in for Texas, people oh want to say, oh, God, if Colt was in, they would want a game. Bullshit. Oh. No, they would not have. That, I, that, that just, threw Alabama completely out of the rhythm, and Texas threw some stuff with Garrett Gilbert, who played in the NFL. Some stuff we had never seen before. Just hey, speak I, on this. Speak stupidest on that. argument ever. Just speak on that. Do I absolutely? Do I think Texas beats Alabama that year? Absolutely not. Do I think it's a closer game with that? With the was it three-time Heisman finalist in the game, mm-hmm. uh, unbelievable quarterback, highest passing per, uh, completion percentage in NCAA history up to that point. I absolutely do. With little and old Colt McCoy, so Darius who just 
destroy his spine yeah. <laughs> in the early game. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I God think that game's a lot closer than that. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, that's our, you know, our pick five for the week, and we enjoy everybody watching and listening. Again, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or really anywhere you get podcasts. We'll see you guys next week. God bless. God bless. Have a- like a close. It's coming to fucking mine. Gonna do is to make the start over. This is the only thing I think I know. Sometimes I feel like all I ever do is find different ways to word the same old song. Ever since I came along from the day the song called How My Name Is Dropped, I started thinking my name was Fall. Cause anytime things went wrong, I was the one who they would blame it on. The media made media equivalent of a modern day Genghis Khan. Try to argue it was only entertainment, dog. Gangster? Nah, courageous balls had to change my style. They said I'm way too soft, and I sound like Daisy and Nas. Out came the claws, and the fangs been out since then, but up until the instant that I went against it. It was ingrained in me that I wouldn't amount to a shit stain, I thought No wonder I had to unlearn everything my brain was taught Do I really belong in this game, I pondered I just wanna play my part Should I make waves or not? So back and forth in my brain, the tug of war wages on Now I don't wanna seem ungrateful to disrespect the art form I was raised upon But sometimes you gotta take a loss And have people rub it in your face before you get made pissed off And keep plugging, it's your only outfit And your only outfit So you know they're gonna talk about it Better find a way to counter it quick and make it Ah! I feel like I've already said this a cabillion eighty times How many times can I say the same thing different ways that rhyme? What I really want to say is If there's anyone else that can relate to my story Bet you feel the same